cliffcentral.com. Hi there, it's Michael Kahn here, and I'm in studio at the CX Innovation and Tech Fest with Brett Lindsay. We are talking about innovation around customer experience and the disruption thereof. How are you, Brett? I'm well, Mike. How are you doing? That was a very formal start to a, to a Futurology it, podcast. It, it was. It was. Um, and when you say studio, it's very loosely interpreted as a big auditorium at the Maslow. Fantastic, though, isn't it? <laughs> it They've is given good. us a whole auditorium. I, f- I feel quite special. Um, but, Brett, it's been a yes. fantastic two days here. It has. It really um, has. And, you know, this is an introduction to it, to, to all of our guest speakers who who have joined us in the in our makeshift studio, our outside broadcast. Yep. Um, and, and how have you found it, Brett? It's really insightful. I, I like the fact that there's a lot of local speakers yes. uh, all sharing case studies and use cases from local businesses doing things to impact the customer service area within our country. 100%. And it's great to see that. I mean, we've always known South Africa is a great hotpot for, for innovation. And it's great to have innovation, but it's another thing to execute it and put it into the workplace. And Absolutely. There's great things happening in South Africa. So that's encouraging. And, and inspiring. But, but yes. it's also been quite interesting listening to, to a lot of the comments in the audience. It's really interesting to see a lot of uh, the challenges people are face around innovation and this world of disruption with technology, yeah, yeah. Um, which, which is really what we're doing here. It's really about the inspiring part of 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 what we offer as 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 a podcast as as an organization for sure getting into organizations and inspiring people to to shift their thinking around that yeah so rather than being afraid of the future start absolutely. embracing the possibilities around that change absolutely and it's really cool uh, the the great thing about customer experience as a as a focus is that it's it's about the people again 100% absolutely so it's not technology led it's not all these things that are sometimes too big to understand or comprehend it comes down to the person it comes down to a real Real need with real people. Absolutely. And we can inspire that change to say, don't fear, embrace that change, let's uh, go. Absolutely, which is critical. But Brett, do you want to just give us a very brief introduction to what this is all about? Cool. So in short, it's the CX Innovation and Tech Fest where they celebrate people, technology, ideas, and innovations that are literally transforming the way businesses make and keep customers. That's the important thing. So it's one thing to get them, but how do you retain them? Absolutely. And that's, it's, it's around service and what is the, the big talk around CX and what are we doing innovatively? What are we doing things? But it comes down to the fact that we know the world is changing. Absolutely. Customers are more demanding. Customer loyalty is decreasing. New technologies are constantly emerging. And it's, it's how do you get your market share? As a business that has a huge consumer base, how do you get that market share? How do you attract them? How do you keep them? How do you seduce them to stay with you or even come across from the dark side? And you've got to make sure that it's the USP that you start to have is around customer experience and the customer service. It's not so much low-cost pricing anymore. It's not high-quality product. It's how, what is your brand? What is the combination of all of that? Absolutely. And there's great discussion happening here at, at this. And it's, it's, it's round about how technology has become an essential tool to enable a shift in thinking uh, with business to move more into a CX way of life. And, uh, yeah, it's really great to see it happening here in, in Johannesburg. Fantastic. Well, enjoy this podcast. What we have done is we've changed the format here. So please download this podcast. And the rest of the CX podcasts are available on our Futurology homepage on Cliff Central. Yeah, and if you want to follow us on Twitter, we have a Twitter handle at Futurology Show. And you can tweet us as much as you like. And we'll be tweeting out some of the shows as well. So Absolutely. Us. Fantastic. Enjoy. Hi there, we're still at the Customer Experience and Innovation Tech Fest, and I'm chatting to Simon Clark, 
Give us a background to who you are and, and as, as a banker, what you're doing at a customer tech show as an Australian in South Africa. Yeah, sure. It's uh, certainly a, a rare combo. So um, I currently look after the digital sales service team at Suncorp. So we mainly look after uh, internet banking and mobile banking apps and uh, certainly across some broader projects such as uh, online account opening, which is what I spoke about this morning. So I've uh, been a banking 12 years, so um, kind of came fresh face out of university with a marketing degree going, what do I do with that? Yep. Uh, did a gap year in the US skiing, skiing in the fields and thought well, probably should come back and earn some money yeah. and pay that off. And I uh, kind of really slipped into the role. So I kind of started off as a little junior analyst way yeah. back when and then just kind of moved my way through the ranks. So um, I think with myself not really having a, a hardcore management background okay. or an IT background, it's all been self-taught. So it was kind of a good approach of not really yeah, knowing the usual corporate spiel of how For stuff's sure. done and not being influenced by those year old baby boomer, boomer yeah. type no, uh, management. So yeah, so I guess a lot of it's really just around um, yeah appreciating everything that's out there in terms of I guess lean UX and all the frameworks around agile yeah. and UX design and just putting your own little spit on it and um, hopefully churning out some nice little apps and um, experiences for customers just to make their lives a little bit easier. Well, fantastic. Because I mean, you know, we, we've got some big banks in South Africa and they, they've got quite a good reputation for being quite state and um, not a great experience. Let's put it that way. And I'm being polite about them. I really am. How how, how are you finding the ability, because one of the big challenges is to really implement this in a culture that enables this process. How are you able to, and before we get into that, I just really want to dig into, you know, the, the process of work that you go through there, because it's a whole new way of thinking and doing things. Yeah, like I think we're no different in the other bank or corporate. We've got our own challenges. So we've got a whole heap of legacy technology and this yeah. spaghetti sitting under the hood. And um, we certainly had, I guess, a change of culture where I guess this time two years ago, there was very little appetite to invest in, in the bank's digital capability. We we're very much driven by branches because branches yeah. made money and sold home loans. And that's where 100%. the profit came from. Um, so it's only really in the last 18 months that people have seen the value of digital to um, either perfect the experience yeah. and I guess all these startups have been bashing down our door and if people yeah. don't look towards a, a mobile first experience and try to target I guess the younger segments, millennials, etc., um, even the mature segments who have, sure. have their iPad under the Christmas tree for Christmas and go, hey, yeah, I, wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind getting a credit card. So, um, yeah, so I think it's certainly the technology and the, and the culture that's been driving a lot of change yeah. and it's really just kind of tapping at it. And um, it just really comes down to having proof in the pudding. It's just um, start small, deliver small, okay. prove that you have half an idea what you're doing and just keep iterating. And, and um, keep going. the influence and, and ultimately the budget just sort of starts to come your way yeah. and you move on to bigger and better things. Phenomenal. And, and in terms of, of, of your focus, have you sat down and broken down the, the customer journey into the different se- across the different segments? And I mean, I'm just trying to understand how structured you've gone through this or is it a, a question of finding the opportunities and really enabling the opportunity. Yeah, we, we've certainly done all that. And I guess with, with Suncorp being a fairly large corporate, so we do banking, insurance, yeah. and wealth, and we've got 12 brands. So we've kind of come from a, a one group, many brands model and yeah. kind of where customers went, oh, I didn't actually know you own brands X, Y, and Z. And we've kind of had a shift in direction now where all of our brands are completely out on the table. So Fantastic. And each brand kind of adds a little contribution yeah. and we're kind of, we're okay now actually telling customers that each of these brands are owned by the same parent yeah. company. Um, so that said, we, we've done a lot of work to identify key segments. So you've got your millennials and small business and uh, mature customers, etc. Yeah. So we kind of got these guiding principles, I guess, top of the food chain that drive kind of that direction between banking, insurance yeah. and everything else. But then we kind of take the elements of that and go, well, what are our drivers and sure. working with our, our product and marketing buddies of what do we need to do to hit the business objectives, which... They always sort of come in and yeah. design and build all the great stuff you want, but you still have to open X amount of accounts. Absolutely. So it, it's really getting that perfect mix of understanding 
what our customers, although our product teams yeah. and the, the business and the finance teams, what are they looking for? And Fantastic. for us as the gurus going, well, guys, I think if you actually pay attention to this part of the journey and optimize it or just gut it and start from scratch, uh, you might get onto something there. Fantastic. Now, now you've got a couple of presentations. They've lined you up. They're really <laughs> milking the value. Yeah, really, I think yeah? they uh, certainly put me on a hat trick to, uh, yeah. I think I'm speaking just as long as the transit time to get here. So yeah. um, a lot of late nights and yeah. uh, slide overload. But um, yeah, so this morning I kind of covered off, I guess, one of the key projects around online account opening. Um, so really kind of taking a, a lot of the work that uh, Andrew prior to me sort of around, yeah. the, I guess, all those concepts and out there thinking sure. and your kind of collaboration and context and the, the razzle-dazzle side of innovation. And I guess, yeah, we're, we're kind of, I guess, across all that and look at all the, the endless buzz. But how do you kind of cr- get those concepts and elements and fuse them into, a, I guess, a pragmatic real-life um, kind of program? So um, so that's been a, a big journey for us. And um, certainly this afternoon, just unpacking this, this MVP concept yeah. that everyone bangs on about and how do you do it properly and how do you deliver innovation on a minimal budget, which sure. I had the honor of doing a little while ago. So between that and, a, and a, the other buzzword of financial well-being, um, yeah. covering that off tomorrow. So I guess, yeah, in terms of Suncorp, we, we're cognizant of all these, these this, uh, fluffy words that come around, but we like to take a real pragmatic and, I guess, yeah, customer-oriented approach and trying to avoid all the cliches. It's just, yeah. it's just taking an insight, running with it, building it, designing it, testing it. You either kill it or you release it to the wild. So, so what, what have been, because I mean, this is a big change because you said two years ago you've really just started this. What, what mm. have been some of the biggest lessons you've learned in going through this process? Look, I think it's really around kind of forming that narrative and, and not underestimating how people know and don't know about banking where I think for myself had a, a lot of change in management and a lot of people now at the helm actually don't have banking backgrounds. So, okay. um, which is kind of a good thing. And I guess I've yeah. got appreciation where some of them are kind of ex insurance and in the insurance digital world, well, you engage with your insurer once a year if you're lucky to yeah. pay your insurance renewal. And if you're lucky, you don't actually never engage them at all sure, in terms of a claim. It. So whereas in banking, they're engaging us a yeah, hundred times a day on the app. So. I think they kind of know the opportunity of that whole bank frequency yeah. interaction and then pairing that with the opportunities and challenges of insurance, I guess we're okay. ultimately working towards that perfect blend of how do we start to fuse the insurance and banking worlds together. So I think ultimately crafting up that vision and that strategy of, yeah. of how you kind of use the, the, the best of both worlds and kind of the sum of whole and, um, yeah, really influence and get those guys on board because... I guess that still stands unless those guys are on board and just get it. Yeah, um, you're always going to be hitting that brick wall or get that ongoing challenge of no, investment and profile, which I think quite a few people in the audience are in a similar nature. They just go, Oh, my boss, they just, he doesn't get it. He's he doesn't so, get it. That's they're so true. old and we've got these old systems and they just don't see why a 47 page application yeah. form in a PDF. That's fine. It works. Does the job. Yeah. So, absolutely. um, yeah, it's kind of interesting to see, um, we're all got similar challenges and problems and no, it's, it's just technology and culture and process. It's the, the age old kind of chestnuts that come through. No, absolutely. And I know there are a couple of people here from the banks. Uh, I've had a chat to a few of them, uh, you know, over coffee. Have you had a chat to them and compared experiences? Yeah. So I certainly had, had a chat to a, a couple before and certainly with Nedbank and, um, it's fascinating. Certainly from Australia, we hear a lot about the innovation yeah. side in, in South Africa, and it's really exciting to see, um, certainly in terms of banking and small business and yeah. that kind of accounting CRM space, the, the innovation's just rife. 100%. Uh, but upon speaking to people, yeah, that the same stuff still applies of, yeah, we, it's still very much a branch-centric culture, and we don't get yeah. the profile of digital needs, and no one wants to invest money in core systems, and you've got these startups, kind of brand-new technology platforms, That's and so still got that new car, shiny startup smell, yeah. so... Where we got kind of got a thirty-year-old legacy sticky taped together and barely yeah, breathing. Absolutely. So 
It's fascinating. It doesn't matter how far around the world, still got the same problems Absolutely. of sort of platform and process. So it's kind of that kind of group therapy, yeah. uh, comfort blanket that we all kind of share, that kind of <laughs> common kind of challenge. And it's just yeah. really down to the hints and tips of how do you overcome that, uh, um, in each of your own way. Absolutely. Um, and, and in terms of the, just on a personal note, the, the biggest experiences or the biggest insights that you've gained for yourself over the last two years, because what you're doing is not, you know, you, you, you're pushing the boundaries. What, what, what have they been the biggest aha moments for you over the last two years? Um, like, I, I certainly, the, the, the mantra I love is the, the world of fail fast. And I know everyone yeah. says it, but everyone kind of talks it up. But the reality is a lot of people, when they do fail, they effectively get their ass kicked uh, in the relevant corporate. So, And it's designed like that. And it's, it's the way it's designed. That's it. And I think yeah. for myself, we've had the luxury where like, we've, we've failed multiple times. And at the end of the day, whether it's your work life or your personal life, you don't learn if you don't fail. So I yeah. think... We've taken that and we've, we've sort of meandered along the way and we, we've screwed some things up, but we've also made some brilliant outcomes at the same time. Yeah. So I think it's, it's really down to just getting those learnings, but just running with it and not stopping and 100%. getting all bogged down in process and regulatory and yeah. legal. So, all right. That's, that's nice. We, there's an issue there. Let's just clean it up and get on with it. So yeah. it's, yeah. it's infusing that kind of, yeah, pragmatism and speed, which I think banking still kind of struggles yeah. with as an industry. Uh, and they're too busy worrying about what startups going to kind of poke and prod them overnight. So absolutely, and couple that with compliance, I'm sure that's also a big issue. And, yeah, yeah. And I, I think I, compliance isn't as scary as what it is. I think it's just coming down to you, you know the basics. There's just things you can yeah. and can't do. It's it's really around getting the right people on board and really challenging the status quo where. In our recent project, we thought there's a whole bunch of things we asked customers that they had a legal reason behind it where they had no legal reason. It was just there because the product guys wanted the nth degree of detail about a customer. So we just, we just got rid of them. Got rid of them. And yeah, reduced about 20% of the fields we ask in this particular program. So I think it's a bit of an excuse factory that, oh no, that's a, that's a legal compliance thing. Well, actually it it isn't. Show me, show me evidence otherwise. And as soon as you bring evidence in, ooh, people magically back away into a hole, don't they? No, absolutely. And compliance almost becomes the immune system to to reject what you're doing. In fact, because I remember Brett uh, Sinclair who, ran all the digital products at, at Barclays. He, he wound up actually going to the South African Reserve Bank to actually prove his point. And, and there was no, there was no compliance. It just became the excuse of why not to do. Yeah. Um, which makes it really challenging. It makes it a very, very challenging process. Um, in, in one of the presentations, the one you're doing just now, in fact, on, on in, innovating at speed. How, how do you drive speed in the organization? Because, you know, you've got pockets that move forward very quickly and then pockets that pull you back. Um, and I'm making an assumption, you know, based on the experience. From, yeah, from I, I think so. And one of the secrets is, is really having that end-to-end kind of accountability. So between, um, certainly from a, from my business team, like I have, a, I guess, product owners in my team, yeah. and I, I call the guys in my team, like you're the CEO of a feature or the app. Yeah. So you come up with the idea, you own the insights, you brief in okay. IT, you build it, you test it. You fail, you succeed, whatever it ends up being. So having that accountability with your, your guys and your okay. team. So it's all around, I guess, empowerment and, and culture to really drive those guys forward. And then really in terms of enabling uh, an initiative, it's really having that, that full capability. So sure. I think a lot of us struggle with these shared teams where you kind of got to join the queue to get resources. So the biggest one is is, is proving the, the ROI of whatever the initiative is yeah, and having absolutely. that end, end team. So everything from, hey, I've got an idea right through to, pushing that button in the app store, you've yeah. got full end-to-end capability to make or break an initiative. So that's quite hard given all the pressures yeah. and everyone juggling multiple projects. But I think if you can work towards even a little tiny team that can do 80% of the effort, um, it's amazing that the agility that you can get by just kind of ring-fencing the best of the best in those teams. And, and how do you bring your customer into this process? Because, you know, so often, um, and it sounds like almost like a stupid question, but so often we will go into an organization 
um, and the guys are doing user testing and they're, and they're asking their customer, but the problem is they haven't even validated the business idea before they've done the user testing. How do you guys bring in um, the, the customer? How do, you, how do you incorporate the customer into the process? Yeah, I guess it really depends on the initiative. So, and there's, I guess, various types of user testing. So if you've got a bit of an idea, you don't want to sort of spend oodles of money bringing yeah, in 12, exactly. 12 people and spending a whole week and only they realize on Friday, eh, that idea isn't, isn't going to work. So I guess we kind of go through a bit of a, a feasibility list of, Hey, I've got an idea. Let's just kind of create a, a quick sketch or mock up okay. and we can branch out to an online community. So we've even used websites like Try My UI or Google Surveys yes. just for the sake of a hundred bucks and, and a couple of hours. Hey guys, we've got an idea. What do you think? Um, even just using like news polls that like we've used the news websites at oh, home going, okay. what do you think about Blast? So we've kind of got a lot of tricks in our toolbook. So where it be polls, or online surveys and, and then you can kind of get to the, the meaty kind of one hour user testing yeah. kind of phases. But um, by then, you want to have a fair amount of your, your high-level insights. So by the time you're bringing in a user, you're kind of really just validating what, that you Absolutely. think you're on a winner. So there's, um, I guess, yeah, a lot of degrees of, of how you can test something. So um, it's really just making sure you've got the right part of the funnel set up to, to validate Wonderful. those answers. Wonderful. And just uh, really from a South African perspective, what have you really enjoyed about being across here? Um, I think the food's fantastic. I certainly uh, went out last night and uh, got introduced to South African wines. So yeah, that, that, that was. That was uh, you, but you got good wines in Asia. Yeah, we we not bad wines. Yeah, so um, it's uh, you know I got a little goodie bag of uh, I think choc- chocolates and a few other bits and pieces. So certainly a good chance to uh, test all the old food and bev. And uh, I've certainly got the uh, one day safari organised on my last oh, day here. So fantastic. Where are you going to? Uh, I think I'm going to one of the national parks. Um, I only booked it about two hours ago. Uh, okay. Running off to check my Gmail. I thought, God, if I don't go on a safari, the wife's going to kill me. Yeah, and exactly. Get the obligatory selfie with a rhino or yeah. whatever the kids do these days. So, um, yeah, certainly looking forward to that. So it's a bit of a rapid fire trip, but, um, Fantastic. certainly got a taste and the urge to bring the family back. So I can't wait to wonderful, do that. Wonderful. Well, uh, I look forward to having you back in South Africa. Simon, thank you so much, uh, for joining us for this little brief session here, uh, at, uh on, on the customer experience and uh, innovation tech fest. So, Thank you, and enjoy the rest of your stay. All right, no worries. Thank you. Well, that was fun, Brett. I enjoyed that chat. It yeah. really, really was. Fantastic. And uh, that was just one interview of so many great speakers here at the CX and Innovation Tech Fest. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, if you liked this uh, interview and you liked hearing all the thoughts and uh, future explorations, then there's more. There is. It's, it's on the Futurology uh, CX page. Yes. So please go and find those on there. Also on iTunes. And of course, if you want to be inspired within your organization, drop us a line because what you've experienced here, we're quite happy to come and set up a framework within your organizations because the inspirational part of moving beyond the disruption and, mm. and, and the challenge of technology is important to you. So thank you, Brett. I've yeah, enjoyed it. Thank our you, time. Michael.